0: It's a new era in the workroom. We're back from hiatus. Our our UK versus the world moment has passed and we are back here to, I mean, you know, Whisper sweet nothings into the gorgeous ears of you beautiful people that are are, are supporting and subscribing to Sissy.pod over on our
1: Headstuff premium feed. Uh, yeah, so you know, we're here to discuss the next step of UK versus the world, Canada versus the world, our dreamcast, what we think it's going to look like um yeah so i'm excited yeah me too me too and this also
0: get ready for it is where we'll be chit-chatting about drag race España that starts next sunday
1: is it yes yeah, so it starts this sunday okay
0: well look this this sunday yes um but yeah so we will be chit-chatting about that as well and we'll have a meet the queens at some point at some point
1: yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and also we can we're going to get into really briefly Anton deck the Anton yeah, deck Ant Dec Dec of it all it. i mean what happened there i mean gorgeous to be fair Let's, let's
0: get into that now, right? Let's just get into Okay, there. let's get into it. Okay, right. So, here we go. I think that that Anton Deck performance for we need to we to
1: we describe it for people
0: to have So, seen it. uh Saturday Night Takeaway was back with a bang about 3 weeks ago and Anton Deck decided... and Anton Dec Deck and Ant and Dec, Saturday Night Takeaway every year has a celebrity compare who does like stands in the little box and like does a little Nancy bit. RuPaul was the host for that. I think it was tying into the commencement of uk versus the world or like in the like earlier yeah. stages of it and of all episode, three yeah. of our drag race uk winners were there to perform a number with anton deck which was called i can't remember what the song was called never mind no, um no. i would say that so we had Lawrence, we had the vivian and we had Christopher versace and you'd be forgiven for having forgotten that crystal versace won season three to be honest with you because i had uh but I think that that performance on that platform is more valuable than any WoW presents like mini-series that they are going to have got. Yeah, I think a- so too.
1: 100%. I think so too. And, and it is funny, you really do see how Crystal stacks up against the other two. And look, she looks great. You know, she always does look great and she's a great performer. But just in terms of presence on the stage and stuff, the Vivian and, and Lawrence really show why they deserve to win.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think like it is... Like I, I do think as much as like season two of, of UK work like, is the jewel in the crane very much, like I think that the Vivian is is the strongest of the three queens, like undoubtedly, and has so much charisma, stage presence, and and just you know, is at a different level to to, to, to even Lawrence, who in himself is or in themselves is also like an extremely decent queen. But yes, I, I did feel like Crystal Versace, you were kind of like and I don't even know who from, from season three you would have seen Stack up against those other two In a way where it felt like Okay this is a match
1: Yeah in terms of performance Maybe Kitty Scott Claus In terms of performance though You, you don't know like who it Probably would have been Like Vanity Milan probably could have been A good person to just do the, the performance maybe But yeah Yeah of a
0: day as well I mean you know as a competent Sort of mm. professional queen Yeah
1: I don't know Lawrence Chaney's uh, show is coming out soon enough It's called Tartan Around it Seems to be just Lawrence. It seems to be a Scottish person goes to Hollywood
0: so instead of Liverpool a person goes to Hollywood and gets a bad annoying massage from
1: what was the name of that man Bruce, Bruce Valanche, Valanche.
0: Yeah. and then gets a taxi. Do you think Bruce Valanche fansies. will be
1: in this season as well? <laughs> they just roll the You win. I think they're like you know what?
0: It's going to just be the exact same show, <laughs> like exactly you know, and they're not even going to film it again. They're just going to they're just going to
1: CGI Lawrence in. But like, let's also discuss blues blues prize that mega mix of rupaul songs that blue just gets to go oh mummy! honestly that was
0: diabolical
1: it was like that's a prize
0: no i mean i mean yeah yeah. yes it's it technically was a prize by name
1: everything else (laughs) like when Trinity tweeted like that's what she got for winning like it's just it's like what so now the international franchise is the bigger the stakes the shittier the prize I mean it did it
0: Like I mean I I just sort of think that That season was really good I very much enjoyed it I find it Particularly like Going alongside season 14 Which has been You know Pretty shit to be We can be we can be we can be honest here in the workroom (laughs) with our with our friends, but you know it has it has been on a lower end of the scale in terms of quality. So see like so UK versus the world was brilliant and really strong, but I do feel that the lack of a monetary or like decent prize probably created less of an incentive for Queens to try and do well. Mm. I mean, you only have to look at like the comparisons between Juju's looks on Mm. UK versus the world and Juju's looks on uh, an All-Stars 5, to see that, like, okay, you know, this is someone not trying.
1: Maybe it's time, time for what it to not move to ITV. Like. Maybe it's time to ITV and they can get uh, an some 50k uh, or something. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I would say, you know what?
0: Put that shit in Channel 4. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm yeah. looking for Drag Race and Channel 4. Ja- they did what I think would be absolutely impossible by taking the Bake Off and making it better than it was on BBC. And I that's think that, co- like... That's a
1: controversial opinion.
0: I, but I I enjoy I enjoy Bake Off more now than I than I did. No, previously. I'd stop and I, I'd
1: stop watching it. Like I just think like I it's more, I guess, the cast. I love Mary Berry and I love Melon Soup. So I just don't think anyone could be stacked up to that. I was I was bored of Mary Berry at that point. Like
0: I'd seen enough of her, like, and I do think that Prue is more I, I prefer Prue to Mary Berry. That
1: is it. Right. Let's <laughs> talk <laughs> Canada versus the world. We've We kind of set some boundaries or like guidelines on it so that we can you know, make the conversation more, you know, comparable. So we've went with the idea of having three Canadian queens, two US, two UK, one from Spain, Italy, Netherlands, down under. And then I have one from Thailand and you have another Canadian. Is that right?
0: No, I am just because I haven't watched Drag Race Thailand yet. And I, I, I will at some point. But I am just saying, you know what? the Queen was robbed so Stick her bring back, into the mix. back Pangina Heels that is that is it I'm saying Pangina Heels is the UK versus
1: the world she just uh, keeps competing scull-wards. for yeah. until she wins. <laughs> exactly right well let's let, <laughs> let's jump to the home nation this time Canada I think it's going to be interesting like you know if imagine somebody from the UK season 11 goes in and it's like let's say Raja O'Hara goes in and now Brooke is judging her like that's going to be a weird dynamic
0: yeah it will be. I One thing I think that we, we don't know for certain, obviously, is if we are going to get the... Like, if UK versus the... If the versus the world franchise comes with a and Michelle host, and then it is the kind of the additional judges from the host nation that are like doing the rotating like alan and and graham position because i would think that probably if you want to try and have this feel like it is all the one competition you do need to do that and i would like to see i think kind of like i would like to see that and maybe have brooke have to appear out of drag on the judging panel and like judge with
1: Maybe Stacy McKenzie and
0: Brooke uh, and and Brooke could could kind of like swip, swap around.
1: I don't know. I love the Canadian panel so much. Like I would actually rather see it as it is than with RuPaul in it. I do get what you mean. It does have a certain elevated stature when RuPaul and Michelle are on it. Uh, but I don't know who I'd bump. I love Brad. I love well. I lo- I like Tracy. I loved Miranda. I loved Stacy. I love Brooke. So it's like. Who's gonna go? I, I I mean I think that you could do
0: it where you have like one of them on like you could rotate through the four of them okay. that might be a bit and I you know there are sometimes judging panels will have five people on them so you could have mm. two each week and, again, and then again and then a guest yeah exactly like I um, I just think
1: I, I, I imagine like Rue Michelle Brad and Amanda I think that would be really fun
0: that would be really fun that would be really fun. And then Rue, Michelle, Brooke and uh, Tracy Melcher. I would also watch that as a judging panel. Like they, they knocked it out of the park. And I actually do think that, I think we kind of were talking at the end of Canada about like wanting to see Stacey McKenzie back. And I did love Stacey McKenzie, but no, you are right. I'm sold on that judging panel. But I think that in my world, the UK versus the, or the versus the world franchise has to be fronted by Rue and Michelle or else it doesn't feel like it's at the same level.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I can accept that. Well, I then but then on that account, if it's gonna be front by Rue, then I think Rue needs to bring the money. I I know so hopefully there's money this time around and there should have been money for US U U UK. Yeah, no,
0: there needs there needs to be there needs to be money. And I kind of I'm get it's getting to the point with the UK one where it's like, no, you have to start giving these people like, it, with the amount of money that they're investing into coming onto the show, like particularly as Rue like Rue pointed like Rue said in season two to joe black i don't want to see any no h&m it's like well give me something that will potentially like reimburse me for the money i might spend on a little looks to come to your show and then i won't bring any h&m with me
1: yeah agreed uh so let's jump into the, what canadian queens did you give you me your first canadian queen that you'd like to see on the lineup so
0: my first canadian queen i would like to see on the lineup is <laughs> scarlet bobo
1: interesting okay because you <laughs> you were so against her
0: i feel like scarlet bobo got lost in the mix of the season one because we had this weird primacy of rita Baga that i didn't understand um priyanka was like stealing every available scene in terms of the talking heads and then you had the likes of lemon and jimbo who were kind of like coming and then you had like other queens who were like throwing up and I think that Scarlet Bobo never got a a solid footing but is an incredibly good queen and I would be interested to see them back and like given the like platform to just sort of have a competition where they aren't in anyone's shadow necessarily mm.
1: Good, so that's why I want them It's interesting because I, I remember covering that season and I felt I was more of a Bobo fan and <laughs> you were just saying the only thing I remember better is that her looks are a no-no and then that that's is still all the only I can remember about her <laughs> too and I've just I, I guess I've just been sort of turned off her in the aftermath Uh, but i do remember really rooting for her i think it's because she kind of promised this circusness about her performance and i Mm -hmm. never felt i really got that and then she kind of fell victim of the i haven't won a challenge yet i haven't won a challenge yet and that's never a good look but i'd be happy to see her back i'm open for a redemption from her okay interesting that you uh mentioned rita bagger i have her on my list not because i'm like gooped and gagged to see her back per se but i kind of feel she's kind of like the bimini of canada like she was almost too good even show up to the reunion and i kind of feel if you're highlighting canada on a global stage i think it's important to have a Quebecois queen there and i think she really embodied that so i would be i'd like to see her for what she represents more than her herself
0: Okay I will give you that that would be a reason to invite your <laughs> <her> back <laughs> but I certainly wouldn't be excited to see her back I feel like kind of a, a little bit like um, like when Rue picks a favourite and that favourite gets pushed too far in the competition like I think that we got an element of that with Rita Baga where there was lots of times where they were definitely like like, uh, a, like a bag of chips
1: they, effectively
0: Yeah, a bag of chips, exactly. Where, like, there was lots of times that they deserved a high placement, but they got a win, which made it feel, like, less satisfactory, or it felt like they were being pushed sort of above or beyond there and I, I did find their like weird kind of like Rita Baga on the road insert to the to the like the, to the, the the reunion they did last year to just be sort of like oh I'm too good for this now and like the fact that it was all like oh I'm going on this amazing tour to all these places it's like yeah cool enjoy your tour of
1: Quebec it's because no one's booking you outside of it like well, I we think, I think she's on Big Brother over there I think she's like just really be- I, I interpret it as and I don't know because I'm not in Canada that she gets so much work from the French speaking part That she doesn't need The rest of it Rather than they don't want to
0: that, You know that's That's fair enough I, I just I wouldn't necessarily Be excited to see her back Because I think she had Like she kind of said Everything she needed to say In that season for me I think that's what I what I would say with With, with Rita Baga um, And I don't think that Like her looks Were Like I don't recall Much of What she did in the season With any sort of amazing Like oh my god Yeah Now that being said Like obviously We're looking at this As a Canada versus the world And the two Canadian queens that you would most want to see are yeah. Jimbo and Lemon. Ex- agreed.
1: And it's funny, yeah. even after season two, they don't hold a candle to Like you'd see Priyanka as well, but like I don't I haven't included many I've included one winner in this, but I don't know what the policy is with winners. I, assume they I haven't have
0: win. i i so my 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 policy for picking queens was no winners and also for the u.s queens i only looked at queens who were but all-stars had been on an all-stars yeah, because i just was like that that was sort of like mm. it seems to him what it was but yeah so i um yeah no i i i felt as if like really the the pickings despite how much we loved the canadian season the, the slipping the pickings Felt a little slim mm, When I was going yeah. back Into my chocolate box It is, it is funny It's kind of it, it was like Oh all my favourites Were already taken it's, Yeah <laughs> In
1: hindsight You kind of wish That you say Like they oh, Just amid Jimbo This time around And they save Lemon For the, the second iteration Um Because, yeah, it's like the two obvious choices are kind of already gone and they kind of went too soon and it's frustrating. Uh, So the second Queen I chose, I dipped into season two this time. I think it's a bit of an obvious choice. I think, again, it's somebody who I think has quite a unique perspective uh, and will stand out, I think, from a point of view. Globally Is Pythia I think She's a natural choice From season 2 To go for Kind of second place I think it also represents Canada's Kind of diverse Cultural background As well And I think The fact that she has European roots Can help her tie into Some of the You know Mm. Spanish and Italian queens So I I actually,
0: I love Pythia and Pythia was, was my, 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 was another choice I had, but I didn't make. So I sort of from season two, because two of my queens came from season one. My my season two queen, though, was Stephanie Prince, because I felt like looks were absolutely amazing. Didn't go really far in the competition. Don't feel like we got to see enough of them performance wise. Uh, Pythia gave me like... I would love to see Pythia back in it, so I think that's an excellent choice. I would be really happy to see Pythia as part of the as part of the 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 cast. I think that that they gave probably some they probably gave some of the best looks we've had on the franchise throughout their, their run in the second season. I thought that their story during the makeover challenge was super compelling and I loved it. Uh, but I just felt like I would I think that what Stephanie Prince was because I was also casting like what a workroom would look like and I just think that Stephanie Prince had a real presence in the workroom and I'd like to see more on the main stage on them as
1: well yeah like uh, I yeah Stephanie Prince Suki Doll definitely two people who were like kind of gone too soon had a lot more to show really showed up in those final looks I was just I've kind of felt at this point we haven't had one of the kind of Quote unquote early outs In this franchise Is a too soon for that That's kind of why I didn't hold off one, one of my close forts Was Cynthia Kiss And that was probably As low as I probably Would have went Because Oh Wait till we get to My next choice <laughs> <laughs> because I found Cynthia's incredibly compelling, and I kind of felt she should have gone a bit further, especially over her sisters Ke- Kendall and Geometric yeah. She was my favorite of those three. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't be against it. I think I, against her, I guess I I just put these arbitrary constraints on myself when choosing, and that's why yeah. I'm choosing.
0: Well, so uh, my my last choice for Canada is you know if you're going to have an early out I think they're the only early out you can really pick is Juicebox who was first to go in season one and I kind of went based on like first of all following them online and seeing them kind of like their commentary on Drag Race since has been very funny they seem like they've got a lot of humor and also how shocked the queens were and how devastated the queens were in season one that like that this queen was going so obviously there is a like obviously this is a queen who's like well-known for the performances and the work that they do. And so I was like, okay, I'd like to give them another chance. And I think that the first Queen to leave a competition, uh, the, the beginning of a franchise, has and holds a particular kind of, like, special place. So I was... I was, I was kind of thinking that would be an exciting person to see back in the workroom. So did and you it would choose... kind of have the Pangina effect, effect as well, where it's like,
1: we don't really know you. Yeah, so did you choose Gothic Kendall for UK? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that as well. I was wondering whether I should choose Tainomi Banks, because we didn't see a, like why the legacy was there, but we certainly heard that mm-hmm. it was there. So I was like, maybe if she comes back, she'll show us kind of, you know, what... She was... Ooh, she'd be less in her head. Funny you mentioned yeah. Juicebox. One of my people I'd love to see back is Kine, but I think it's just because I love her maths TikToks that I'm like, I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to get yeah. that. You know, she plays Carol Voderman in Snatch Game. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> my third choice is controversial. More controversial than Juicebox, arguably. I went for Jackie Cox. Season 12, Canadian Queen. I think it'd be interesting to see a queen who was in the US franchise turn sides and represent their home country I think if they're not representing UK US you don't have to be on all stars for this franchise and I'd like to see them back that is an out of the box I would Jackie say a legal choice <laughs> <laughs> juice box Jackie box. Cox <laughs> I don't know I like, like she's you know queen of the mirror moment I, I, I really like her I think she'd be great on stage and again she'd be representing you know, she's Canadian-Iranian. So it's like she's kind of representing the Middle East in a way, even though they don't have a franchise. I, yeah, I, I don't
0: know. Like, I, I really enjoyed Jackie Cox on their season. Um, and, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, there's something about, like, I was very excited for Jackie Cox to go on, to, to be on their season, because I loved their style of jag. I thought they gave, like, a kind of a really ca- great campness. I thought they had some strong moments in the season. But since it, the, the like, since season 12 I've more or less just remember them now for like you know doing manscaped ads on their Instagram and sort of thirst traps as a boy and I don't think that their performances really stacked up as being as good as they like it kind of like they promised at Wes Anderson and they delivered I don't know um yeah there we go <laughs> Michael Bay trying to reject to, try, trying to direct the world ten That's what Jackie Cox is. I, did, I
1: still remember a good Lisa Rinna snatch game. I always remember her like American um like that. I, I can't remember the name of the garment, but like the sort of Islamic lady. She did the firework. Like I definitely think she had some good moments. Like that was a very stacked cast that season. It was really good, and I think she held her own. And uh, I think with a bit more money, I think she can elevate the the runways even more i think she's a good all-rounder she just isn't that i don't think she won a challenge i think that's it she's like a really good jack of all trades i don't think she'd win this cast but i think it'd be good to see
0: okay i think that's interesting and i would definitely like i i think she also is someone who kind of has like an interesting presence in the workroom and could definitely qualify for trade of the season so you know there
1: we go let's move on to the us who do you have up first
0: I unintentionally picked two queens from the same original season, but different All-Stars. Okay. So my first choice is, I think, the most iconic queen of an All-Stars, and it is Naomi Smalls. Oh, I would love to see Naomi Smalls back on this show because I think that she is, like, she developed so much from season eight to... To, to to All Stars 4 and has such a presence in the work group and on the stage and has grown so much and like kind of is a bit of an all-rounder but doesn't really get recognized for it because their fashion just like is what it is comes through. So I I think that they would be very strong in terms of like the conniving political bit that needs to go on behind the scenes and also bringing it in the challenges and on the main stage
1: yeah to be honest I'm kind of a bit raged in thinking that myself I love knowing Naomi <laughs> Smalls and that would be a great choice <laughs> um, now I'm trying to work out who the other queen is let, let me stick with season 8 maybe this is the person you chose Torji Thor I think Torji Thor Tor. <laughs> that is who I picked yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I I love Torji. I definitely think she's gone went far too soon in All Stars 3 I think it's one of the most rigged decisions and people sort of openly discuss it as a rigged decision I think now that she's back doing a lot of stuff with Bob the Drag Queen on YouTube it sort of made me fall in love with her again I think she'd be a really sort of fun campy feel to the season caster
0: no absolutely i i love thorgy i think that she has such a quirky energy and i think in both of her seasons she hasn't really got the opportunity to shine as herself because she was kind of used as a foil to bob in 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 season eight and then in 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 all stars three kind of was just like a bit of a like was almost a filler queen just you know in the way that they got dealt with but i would love to see them back with like free reign to do and also i just think look when i was thinking about it it was like thinking about these queens like interacting with each other in the the workroom because that became something i really enjoyed watching in, in the uk versus the world and i just think that torgy has such a batshit crazy personality that it would be interesting to see how it bounced off other queens
1: yeah absolutely so then my other us queen then is detox i think Detox. Oh, was that not your second? Oh, you're right. No, it wasn't. That was your first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My second is Detox. I kind of feel, because Detox did season five and then All Stars 2, she's like, she kind of missed a huge window now of the show. She hasn't been on it in ages. And I think we've had people be on it three times since yeah. like you know Eureka has been on it three times since detox has been on it she's one of the more legendary queens you know she she owned the runways and all-stars too I think it's she deserves her chance to fight on international stage I
0: I, I actually completely agree with you I think that yeah I, I would love to see detox and detox I almost chose for for this I just pipped in Torji at the, the the sort of at the last minute but detox actually feels like a queen who when you think about it deserves to be a winner in that same way that like chad michaels or or, or katia or alaska or katia kind of deserves that like you know that moment so i would love to see detox back on, on a show like this and i feel like we will see detox back on a show like
1: this mm, and i just think kind of like she doesn't have like i think she just tours like i know she was on work the world but it's like a lot of those kind of stall words of the franchise the early years kind of have their own gig raven and raj do their you know um Photo fashion review, and I'll ask and Willem do their podcast. And detox kind of doesn't really do much. We don't see her around as much, so hopefully this will be her opportunity then to sort of carve out her own niche, and we get to see. Solidifying, her more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're pretty aligned in the US. That's good to hear. Yes, it is. Well done.
0: Uh, let's move to the UK. So my first one is, yeah, I, needs no introduction. Taste, get taste back in that workroom immediately. <laughs> No questions asked I I think that Tace is one of the most Interesting queens That's been on the show I think that I didn't pick Bimini As one of my two Nor I Only because
1: I didn't Think she'd do it
0: yeah I didn't think she did And also I didn't Like I don't, I don't I think she's kind of seen Like I think we've seen As much as we need From her for the moment uh, Tace is someone Who had an interesting Run in the show Because they were Very compelling to watch They were excellent In the workroom They sort of fumbled Through the season And managed to get Into the finale Based on like Some good lip syncs But like brought So much to that cast Like you couldn't Have had That season work Without Tace As part of it And I think that She's such a strong performer, and like, is a world class queen.
1: Yeah, she was on my list as well. Like, I think in an ideal world you'd have Bimini and Taste, but yeah, I don't think Bimini was going to do it. So you definitely need Taste. I think after watching, like, I was rooting for Taste to win, even though she had the worst track record there. She's just such, like, in the Talking Heads, she's fantastic. The you know the the, the phrases she coined. The way she struts on the runway. Like, yeah. I think she she looked to me like somebody who just needed a bit more money and less of a pandemic and just, you know, a bit of a shine and then she's going to run home and an All-Stars win. Something, something yeah. like a Monet exchange. Yeah, absolutely, I'd be very absolutely. excited. So maybe we've yeah, yeah. we've matched on our second queen for the UK as well, Kitty Scott Claus? No. Okay. Well, I put down <laughs> KSC because... <laughs> I think she's a good counterbalance to Tace. I think Tace brings... Tace is a great personality. She isn't too campy. She's more fierce and glam and fashion. Whereas I think Kitty is the perfect counterpoint to that, which is goofy and campy and funny and quick off the mark. And I Mm -hmm. think those two on their own, I think, could do a great job of just encapsulating British drag on that stage.
0: Yeah, I agree. Claus would be a brilliant contestant to have in the mix. And I actually, I would really enjoy to see her. I... The tree and I chose, kind of similar to your your juice box or your your uh, Jackie Cox uh, moment, was someone who would give an interesting dynamic as having kind of a, a split loyalty. So I went with Charitza May because I think that Charitza May was eliminated unfairly in their season. I think they were an absolute fan favorite. I think that they have everything that they need to perform extremely well in it. They just needed perhaps you know. A little more time to to, to just like get some confidence, I don't know, maybe some lip syncing tips, who knows but I love treat May and I think it would be interesting having them there as part of a versus the world scenario because we obviously would, that tie to the UK but then also would link in with Spain and it would give one of those countries franchises that's only ever going to probably get one queen in the door a chance to have two people to root for
1: Now I kind of wish I could just scrap the person I chose from Hispania and put treat May in for Spain <laughs> 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 because I kind of just had to assume everyone there has a decent level of English, even though the person I chose I don't think does have a good level of English. And I don't think they would ever compete. But it's like that's going to be the, the natural difficulty, I think, for the international franchises is the English language. Unless they kind of do what they did in Thailand, which is like just basically have an interpreter follow them around and translate for the workroom every time they speak. But ultimately, they're being tested on an English format. They're going to have to do stand-up or a snatch game or something in another language. And we just see how, how how that's gone before with queens without English as a first language. For Spain, I did choose Ugasio. I put up a, a reel recently of some of the best looks of Espana on our Instagram page. And I just remembered how such interesting and unique Ugasio's point of view was from all the franchises that we've ever seen. Yeah, they weren't a great comedy queen, but I just felt it was so authentically Spanish. And I think it'll be really interesting to revisit now on a, on a higher stage.
0: I went with a queen who I we, we money exchange gets used as the example of a queen who kind of like had it all except the looks and then mm. was able to come back with the with the bit of extra money and the bit of extra support and I went to the queen who I feel fills that role which is Arancha mm-hmm. um, who you were because... calling
1: Anthraxa for a while so I'm glad <laughs> I know I know so I like I
0: mean she would be the Anthrax in this competition Secret Assassin uh, no but Arancha I I, I I was very much between Arancha and Killer Queen they were the two that I I had in my mind is like i think they would be the most interesting to put into the workroom, but i think that Arancha has that real likability and kind of naturalness um and I, like just a, like a very warm presence so i would be excited to to see them back and i think that they would be the sort of queen who would be able to make alliances quite well with other queens as well as you know we assume upping their game on the runway and maybe improving their makeup skills mm. a little bit but they had the baseline performance ability
1: yeah I think um, I think they do have A good level of English I think both of yours Are, are more likely to happen Than Ugasio <laughs> But that's why I need to cast Streets of May in there Who can help Ugasio translate A little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah Eritrea would be Would be really fun I, I couldn't see her Winning it now But she'd be fun to have back No no there. no She'd be fun to have in there yeah, yeah yeah Italy For Italy I felt like there was
0: Really only one choice And it was Frida Kant yeah, Um So <laughs> uh, <laughs> Netherlands <laughs> 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 no let's give her her juice I do think that like I, I, I you mean know, she should have won
1: right so let's yeah let's talk let's
0: talk Italy in general because we haven't been in this workroom for a while but there was a video that was released back at the beginning or like uh, around the time that Italy finished up by Avangair Ave talking about kind of like how the international reaction to the Italian season had been sort of mixed and that people hadn't really been giving it the, the the kudos and credit it deserved. And, you know, I feel like the person that that video should have been addressed to wasn't the international fans, but the producers of the television programme. Because it's not our fault, or it's not anyone's fault, that they produced something that was borderline unwatchable. And I think that Farida Kant is a queen who... Had all the bits it took to be a really, really strong performer, and I actually would be excited to see them on a well-produced version of the franchise.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, also, like I think another thing that comes into effect is the fact it was well, the twelfth season that year, and it was the worst, and it was also yeah. on during Canada and Dragula, two great seasons. So it's just kind of like you know, sure you can espouse this. Anti-Italian theory If you want and But ultimately It's just You're making the less Compelling TV show So What can I say Yeah
0: No completely Completely agree I, But I Farida to, Kant Would be good who,
1: Can you remember Who the top four were In Italy
0: uh, Electrobionic Farida Kant uh, Ave Hanger
1: No Oh um, I remember Lucicio Labamba And I'm just looking up The Oh my god Lucicio Labamba the, 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 the other runner up Was La Riche. La Riche So mm. you know I'd actually yes. That was another season That wouldn't send a queen home And that was frustrating That that was That was foreshadowing What we have to yeah. put up In season 14 Exactly
0: Rue saw that And was like Oh yes I love what To be honest, The other
1: queen there. I'd have back Was a Norma Jean Because she was just Carnage And like I'd love to see her Shout at Rue <laughs> But they, you mean? We heard that
0: that did happen with Jimbo in in True. UK versus the world, yeah. and they just didn't show it. So, like you know, and I actually think she was
1: she was quite a good queen. You know, she brought the drama, so she'd be my second place. But yeah, no, like Frida Kant actually was the only queen on that, in in our opinion, that could do it on an international stage in, and do really really well. A lot of them yeah. kind of had had you know good good drag, but you know would probably need a bit of finessing for an international stage
0: yeah, whereas Farida gave a couple of looks that were pretty iconic and the and yeah, then right, there we go. Holland, I feel like we're probably aligned on this, yeah, I think we probably are
1: cader jean exactly <laughs> i would just mean that I, every time i just see that big old panto dame face i just love it i just i just think it's so much fun you know and i was i i really enjoyed Jane, Janie JK on the show and what she brought and i think cader jean can really bring it too i was trying to push myself if there was somebody from season two i'd go for you know caleb Minaj was kind of good in hindsight, it was a very weird season, season two. So then I was like, in terms of looks, I would have probably went for the Countess. I did love that Beetlejuice look. I thought they were very fashionable, very Miss Fame. Um, but they'd probably still be out in the first few weeks.
0: No, I, I yeah, I, I, I didn't think like maybe it was My Little puny was the one or perhaps this would be even one where, you know, uh, Vanessa Van Cartier might be the, the person to, to get back for it um but yeah i i, I agree i think saide like that season one cast was definitely like it was the, the the better of the the cast and i would definitely be more excited to see saide jean walking into the workroom i also think that saide has a very personable way about them would be able to kind of interact and engage very well with the other queens you'd be excited to see saide and naomi smalls talking
1: <laughs> yeah so you've had it or even <laughs> torgy and saide doing some sort of fun campery would be great it would be yes absolutely uh, <laughs> yeah, no, St. Jean. We need justice for St. Jean. Dan Under?
0: I went with Art Simone, and I will tell you why. Because I feel like I I, I look now at the way that the, the franchise does these kind of gags and stuff, and then you think about, well, like, how is that going to impact the way a person feels about themselves in the competition? And I don't think that Art Simone deserved to go home the week that they did, and I think that they were only sent home because they were doing this, like bring back my girl twist the following week which didn't work out and I think that their looks were great I thought that they had like a, a good presence on camera and I feel like they could make a compelling villain of the season Um, and I also think that they're obviously incredibly like well rounded as a performer and they're the person I'd be most interested to see back based on the the, the, the the memory of the season
1: yeah you're probably right they were the one that did sort of feel the most drag race ready of them all. I did go for Anita Wiglet though just because I think uh, it'll be fun as, a, as another host of another franchise you can kind of discuss like that element of it feeling they were gone too soon and another person who just sort of felt like why were they kicked out? They had a lot to show. Um. So, but yeah, I think both of them would be good choices. How would you have felt if Karen from Finance comes back?
0: I wouldn't have been happy. I'm going to be honest. I just, I felt like Karen from Finance like I, Okay, I feel like Karen from Finance was made by Trixie and Katya's reaction to the name Karen from Finance, and then suddenly everyone knew who Karen from Finance was, and Karen from Finance got this. And I'm not saying that they're a bad drag queen. They're not a bad drag queen. I saw them perform in the, uh, the, the Death Drop before Christmas. Very funny, great performer, all the rest of it, but... First of all, like, that, like, that sort of weird look they created with the, like, the the, the big joint, yeah, it was terrible. And I just felt like that they were so flat throughout the entire season. Like, they did that, like, poodle look that was quite cool, but everything else was just so
1: one-note and flat. What about you? <laughs> I... I actually think I'd like to see them back after seeing them in Death's Drop. I think I was kinda sort of you know, sometimes when there's controversy about somebody, all they need to do is just come back and be like, That didn't happen and you're like, Yeah, it didn't really happen. I'm just gonna move on with this new chapter. And I feel I'm in that new chapter now with Karen from Finance. I think it'll be fun. I I think also i guess if i look at my cast i'm only really seeing kitty scott claus and maybe torgy as comedy queens so uh you know someone like her or anita wiggler i think we're also funny so i do think we need to bring a bit more funny because we have kind of i guess oh well, i've chosen fierce queens uh, as it stands so i i probably go that way and i wasn't sure how funny art simone was but i, w- I wouldn't karen probably would be in my top three from that season to, to be chosen and that brings us to thailand you're going with Pangina.
0: Yeah, because I haven't like Pan- Thailand is the only version of the franchise which I have not watched, um, and I think Pangina was great. I will probably go back and rewatch us um, at some point when I have time when there's not a million series of Drag Race on, but who <laughs> which are you will be never.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I said, look, if we're if we're choosing, if the host can get to compete. from Thailand. then obviously, you know, the bar is a bit lower for Thailand for whatever reason. So I said, well, there's no reason why the winner can't compete this time. So I went for the winner of season two, Anjali and Aang. They were like... They won four or five challenges. They were often compared to Beyonce. So I think they, they really approached their drag from a quite an international realm anyway. They weren't one of the more traditional Thai queens. Uh, I think it's really important to have a trans woman from that part of the world be on the show and discuss what things are like being trans in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we weren't allowing winners, I'd have Candy Cyanide on, who was another trans queen who was brilliant. You may have seen clips of her. She basically burned a dress off herself on the runway. I, I've seen that clip. Um, Just a really creative and out-of-the-box thinker. And I think, again, it would really... Both of those would really highlight how brilliant the the Thai drag scene is.
0: Yeah. Here is a question for you. Off the top of your head, if the rules of television didn't apply and they were just making a great drag-based television show and you could include one queen from Dragula into this mix who would it be? But
1: my my gut just wants to say Sigourney Beaver. But so does mine. Yeah. <laughs> there we go.
0: <laughs> but I actually like I genuinely think that Sigourney Beaver feels like the queen that would have the best crossover into what that franchise requires. And it would be interesting well I mean we had Victoria, Sc- or Victoria Scone which he would which would be which is actually someone who I also had in my running to pick as a as a UK queen but um, it would be great to get more cis female uh, representation
1: my second choice would be Landon Sider again put a drag king in there and just show them how brilliant they are
0: no that would be very interesting I would be all over that
1: um, but yeah or maybe the Boulay f- brothers could compete <laughs> <laughs> they lip sync against Rue and Michelle oh, I'm probably putting my money on the boole. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> uh with well, let us know who do you think should be on the the line up um, I'm interested to know I, yeah I'm I'm excited for it even though it's probably not going to happen until like the summer of next year and we've got a whole load of to get through till then but th- this is like I think also really is coming out as my favorite of all the sort of spin-off versions, and I, I'd love for there to be fewer American seasons and just more All Stars. I think that ties back to why I want season fifteen to be a sort of early-out anniversary season as well. Because I'm kind of sick of the new queens from the US, especially unless some of the cornbread. Did you see cornbread won't be coming back now. for season fifteen?
0: Yeah, or an All Stars came out and said not coming back at all. So I like I was questioning, like, just to get into to conspiracy corner, if the Drag Race. Um, contract is quite strict and perhaps there was particular limitations around what a queen is or isn't allowed to do while they're under contract with World of Wonder. Rumour has it uh, that Cornbread is going to be starring in the new Hocus Pocus movie along with Ginger Minge and some other queen who I can't remember off the top of my head and uh, I was wondering if perhaps... That got them into because even in the queen in the, the the tweet about not being in season fifteen, um Cornbird said, Oh, something great's coming, let's make magic. So I was like, Oh, I wonder if that's going to be um if, if that's a reference to that and if that's like a, a hint as to why yeah, this yeah. split has happened. What
1: yeah, you like- never know. Like they did say it wasn't their choice, but that could mean anything. It could be like, Well, they wouldn't let me do this and that, therefore I'm not doing it. That's not my choice. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to know. Uh, Because I I think the show would, season 15, if they're just doing a a normal old batch of drag queens again, would really benefit from having Cornbread back.
0: I I think so. I actually kind of agree with you, though. I I think that, you know, I think a couple of years where, like, they've got so many different variations of the franchise. There's now, like, hundreds of queens. Well, there's many, there's around 200 queens in the US franchise that they could pick from. I do think they're kind of, like, giving a couple of years for queens to maybe work to a point where you get back to having like queens of the caliber of some of the earlier ones who will have had like a lot of experience would be good. Cause like you made that real recently about how much younger this cast is than other casts. And I think that kind of shows because probably now a lot of the queens who are older and more established that have been doing drag for a long period of time have had or had their opportunity to apply and go on the show or make a decision that it's not for them
1: yeah I think so too like even if they did even if they did like a next generation versus old generation and they had like five all-stars queens versus five new queens like just something yeah. like that I just I don't want to see another fourteen queens for another sixteen weeks.
0: No, and I I agree with you that I would I would be happy to see kind of like an early eight kind of thing where kind of we had a taster of what this person's about. They obviously were you know at a sufficient level of of uh, uh they were at a sufficient level to be cast on their original season, even if they were cast as like a kind of you know filler queen or early eight queen. Like let's give them a, let's give them a chance. We want we stand the a Nicole Page Brooks
1: redemption storyline give her story a Serena chat chat chance yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to The Workroom uh, next week uh, we'll be back in España it looks like a vibrant cast uh, I haven't watched Sweet the Queens yet but I'll be watching it this week so yeah join us back for that bye bye <laughs>